0: Welcome to the Real Fit Real Talk Podcast with your host, Kevin Jeffrey. Hey guys, welcome to episode 24 of the Real Fit Real Talk Podcast with me, your host, Kevin Jeffrey. And uh, thank you very much, as always, for the feedback, guys. Connect at realfitonline.co.uk uh, for any feedback or any topics that you want to cover. Today, we're going to cover a topic that, um, again, is sort of discussed quite, you know, frequently or maybe less frequently now than it ever was before, but it's about body types. And, uh, you know, some will dismiss it. Someone say it's not, not that important. Um, and as we will discuss, as you go over the field, um, it's not important when it comes to terms of actually achieving a result and becoming the best version of yourself, but really what we want going to talk about is, is, you know, what maybe you need to look at to make sure that you get to where you go. If you can identify yourself into one of these, um or or a predominant variation of one of these then it might help you in the long term you know making better choices to get the results that you want to uh, so we'll discuss it as we go along what are the body types well there's three main body types you have your ectomorphs uh, you have your endomorphs and you have your mesomorphs okay now understand straight away that you're not going to be generally hundred percent one of these things it's going to generally be a mix uh, a ratio uh, but you will predominantly be one of these things, um, and normally you will be able to tell where someone lies in terms of you know their body type from a fairly young age. You will be able to see it quite clearly, um, and and from there as you, as they grow into adults as well, you know it's it's fairly obvious where people will predominantly lie. Um, and as I say, as I explain it and we go into each thing, you'll you'll start seeing that. So what are each type? So an ectomorph is a naturally slim um, you know, individual, they don't put on a, a lot of weight. They, they find it very difficult to put on weight. Um, they'll normally have fairly small structures. So their, their bones, their shoulders, their hips and stuff like that would be fairly narrow. Um, and they, you know, as I say, generally will have super high natural metabolisms because their body is just burning, uh, a lot of energy a lot of the time. So you, you know, as I say, you, you probably know of many of those. And when you think of like a, physique that would mark that you know a lot of long-distance runners will generally be very, very ectomorphic because they just naturally are more endurance-based and you know have a higher level of um, metabolism and they you know they just look very lean and very small-structured as you see them. So ectomorphs, you know, are, are, will be what you know in the industry we we call them hard gainers, um, but people that struggle to uh, it, to put on muscle or put on size um, we'll we'll normally fall in that camp and we'll talk about it a bit more in a second. Endomorphs are the opposite end of that spectrum. So basically, if you think that the ectomorph is someone who really struggles to put on weight, uh, naturally very lean, um, and very small structured, the endomorph is the other extreme of that. There's someone who easily puts on weight. Their bone structures are normally bigger. Um, they normally have wider hips and maybe wider shoulders as well, but generally wider hips, um, they're normally what you would classify as sort of like the pear shape, uh, or someone who you know is more rounded. Um, so endomorphs, as I say, that the, the the curse for them is that they are someone who will predominantly find it easier to put on weight, and and so therefore are the ones that normally will be the ones that say, "Oh, you know, it's just who I am. I I, I just have to look at a cake and put on weight." That would normally be an endomorph. That would be someone who would. You know predominantly struggle with their weights as as a child and as they get older into adulthood as well so endomorphs are you know the the, the not the cursed child but they're the ones that seem to get the, the worst sort of slack out of, out of most of the the body types um and the last one's the mesomorph they're they're the they're the people that we all hate right the person that can eat ice cream and stay lean they naturally just look fairly athletic uh, the, the, the X shape for females and the and the the triangle upside down triangles for the males, big shoulders, small waists, um, you know, proportioned hips, um, and really, as I say, that there's you wouldn't say there was a a massive amount of people that would fall into this category, but just naturally athletic people, you know, people that just naturally they don't have to try hard, they don't have to train hard, they don't have to eat hard, but they, they can still look and and perform at a very good level. They these are not necessarily the, the gifted ones of the spectrum, but certainly the ones that will benefit the most out of the least. Um, and, you know, they, they can do, you know, they can make very small changes and have big results out of them. So we all hate them as a moths and we don't talk to them. I'm only joking. I'm only joking. We, we talk to them a bit. Um, so what are the positive and negative of each? Obviously, we, we just touched upon them, but, but with each one, there is a positive and a negative that kind of then builds upon itself. So depending where you are in your training life cycle or where you, what goals you have, the body type that you have, again, will de- depict how easy or hard that's going to be to achieve and, and move forward. So um, if we were to look at the three uh, body types, obviously we'd say the ectomorph would normally be a, a distance runner or a, an endurance-based athlete. Um, the endomorph would generally be better at sort of strength-based activities or, um, you know, sort of power-based activities from there, and the mesomorphs would generally be, you know, your all rounder athletic types and ones that were best suited to say um, physique sports as well, because they will just look the best and have all the right proportions. But it's not to say that you couldn't do power and strength sports if you're an ectomorph, and it's not to say you couldn't be, you know, successful at a bodybuilding competition if you're an endomorph, but what it's saying is, as I say, the positives and negatives are there to make it life a little bit easier or harder depending on that goal. So, starting with the ectomorphs, obviously they will be naturally fairly lean. So, they start from a good base. So, if you can build muscle upon an ectomorph, they will still look fairly impressive and actually, um, you know, will, will look leaner and and bigger because because of that. So, they're starting from that leaner frame. So, with an ectomorph, they, they you know, if you add any mass to them, it will look more impressive because of their bone structures, because of the way they are. If you start filling them out in the shoulders and the, in the upper back and the chest and the legs, um, they will naturally start getting that X or, or upside down triangle shape as well, because they're so lean. Um, it's it's kind of sort of possible to do so. A lot of people in the industry who are fairly successful in terms of that, how they look, have normally come from a background of being an ectomorph um, and have then, obviously built the muscle upon it to look as impressive as they do. And they stay lean leaner than most people do when they're bulking and getting bigger. But that's not to say that, you know, they, they find that easy. You know, it's, it's it certainly looks more impressive. Or it looks very impressive when they're doing it, but to put on weight for an ectomorph is the hardest thing that they can do. So getting leaner, losing weight, not a problem with them. Their body doesn't really hold on to a lot of, you know, muscle and, 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 and you know, weight. Um, it can drop it fairly quickly, um, but it's not to say that they will find that job easier. They will have to eat a lot of calories um, and a lot more generally than they're comfortable eating to add that mass on. So they will find it a struggle to eat the food required to get to the size that they want to get to, um, especially if they want to get up to on stage and, and, and work at a certain you know size or or frame. Um, they may you know they may never be able to be a, a, you know, a top level, um, you know, builder builder in the weight class that they want to be in, but they could be a very good natural sort of physique athlete or a very natural athlete. Um, if they put the work into it, but they have to work so much harder. They would generally have higher levels of endurance based muscle fibers as well. So they will be very good again at, at endurance stuff, but you know, it doesn't mean you can't work the body and train it towards building more, uh, type 2 or fast twitch or muscle you know sp- sp- strength power muscle um, you know that's that's possible for them to do so the, the positives are obviously that they will be naturally leaner at uh, bigger sizes um, and as they add mass and, and get bigger they would just they'll they look more impressive um, than the, the endomorph will as we'll talk about in a second um, but the problem is is keeping it on and obviously eating enough to actually start gaining the weight in the first place, their metabolisms and their natural energy levels are so high that they have to eat so much more to get that weight on them. So they're, they're kind of cursed in that, in that sense. Um, but th- with the endomorphs, as I say, they're the opposite. So with an endomorph, and, I, and I'm, I'm an endomorph predominantly myself. Um, so I, I can talk from experience here, but you know, as I said before, it's the person that says normally stuff like, Oh, I just have to look at a cake and I'll put on weight. Well, that is not true, but it, it kind of is. It's, it's, it's basically stating that it's so easy for them to put on weight that they don't they don't even have to try. So you can you sit down and, and quite easily polish off a, a large plate of food. You're, you, you tend to add weight. No problem. If you go on holiday, you'll add on a few kilos of weight. No, you know, there's no stretch of the imagination now. I've, I've put on uh, up to sort of four or five kilos over a holiday period before, um, just from just eating excess food, drinking lots of beers and wines and eating the foods that I, just, I generally want outside of a holiday, um, you know adding weight is not not an issue. So for ectomorphs, that's why they do very well in sort of the power and sort of strength sports, because it's up to a certain a, a amount of strength you can gain with your body weight, uh, your relative strength. For absolute strength, normally you, when you go to the heavyweights of weightlifting and the heavyweights of, of most sports, these guys are just heavy people, and they they can eat a lot of food and they can put on a lot of size. Um, predominantly, that size for an endomorph, uh, when you're putting it on, though, will come from body fat. Um, they find it very easy to put on weight, but the, the amount of muscle that they put on compared to fat can be, you know, percentage-wise, I mean, I, I, I'll say 60-40. So, if I, you know, if I was to say I'm going to put on 10 pounds of weight, um, generally, I want to put that weight on. It's, you know, if I do it right and I'm very under control, I can put on a a bit of muscle, but I'll still be putting on a lot more fat than the ecto or mesos will putting on that same weight because just naturally my body wants to store its fat. um, And it's it's again a struggle to kind of teach your body and and work, you know, do the exercise and do the nutrition correct uh, and cleanly enough that it's going to be putting on the right size on the body. So an endomorph is cursed in that sense of that they, you know, find it easier to put on fat. They find it harder to lose the weight as well. So if you're gonna cut back down, it's a bit harder for an endomorph to actually start doing that as well. But the good news is, is that naturally, you know, your body is predominantly, you know, a bigger frame. So you will keep your muscle on much easier. You won't, you know, you won't risk losing too much muscle when you start losing weight, whereas an exomorph may start losing their muscle a bit quicker if they were to drop weight. So, as I say, the end, opposite ends of the, the extremes in terms of how your body reacts to food and how your body reacts to putting on weight and, and losing weight. But with an endomorph, you know, their, their struggle will be the getting lean part. They won't find it that hard to to put weight on, to get bigger, um, to get stronger. Whereas an exo, you know, may find that that side of things extremely difficult but the opposite ends is, is always the tough point. So where an exomorph can easily drop weight, they can easily you know, lean back out if they needed to, where an endomorph would find it a lot more of a struggle and had to be a lot more disciplined to get to that place. Then with a the mesomorph, obviously the genetic elite, right? So these people naturally look good anyway um, in terms of how, how their body sort of reacts to things. So putting on weight or losing weight shouldn't be too much of an issue for them they can, you know, it's not like they don't have to try, but they will predominantly, again, they will put on more muscle. As, as they gain weight, they'll they'll be more in muscle tone and size that they'll put on. And as they lose weight, it will be more in the fat and they'll look much more impressive once they've gone through a cycle of building muscle and then dropping back body fat. So mesomorphs naturally, as I say, will, will will just look at their best and will have the best of both. They'll have a high enough metabolism that they stay lean enough that they look impressive at whatever weight they're at. Uh, and, you know, in terms of leaning out and looking their best, they will keep their muscle mass more predominantly as well as they do so. So, almost the best of both. Um, and, and you can start to see now why we all hate the mesomorphs, right? Um, but it, it, again, you know, there will be some, some, some negatives there, um, just in terms of that, you know, no one wants to talk to your barbecues. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it makes people cry when they see your beautiful body on the beach because you, uh, you look like a Greek God. Uh, so the negatives are there for, for, for us all. Right. We've all, we've all have to deal with our own demons. Um, so what is, you know, are we cursed with these bad genetics? The, the, the main thing really to think about when we think of body types, you know, it, wherever you sit within this line, I mean, if you, if you find it really easy to put on weight, but you struggle to lose it, then obviously you're, you're more than likely going to fall into the endomorph, uh, sort of category. Um, if you just always struggle to put on size, uh, I know of athletes that, um, you know, just want to put on muscle, want to get stronger, but they can't seem to eat enough food in the day to actually get to that point. You know, these people, uh, you know, need to understand that, you know, it's not impossible to do, but they just need to be a bit more wary of it and what it is they need to do. What, What do they need to change in their diets? What do they need to change in their trainings? Now, in terms of training, your training will be your training. So you... You could be a power lifter and be an ectomorph, an endomorph or a mesomorph. You could be a long distance runner and be any of those three. You can be a bodybuilder, you could be a crossfitter. The the training you do isn't as important as the the sort of the the little tweaks and the changes that you might need to make to help you achieve more out of your goal. So for an ectomorph, for example, as I say, they'll be predominantly slow twitch or endurance based uh, muscle fibers. So they would have to work a lot on their power and strength to get them up to a good level because their endurance and their long distance stuff will be very good. Um, but they're, you know, they they need to work on their strength and their power to, to build up, uh, and get that balance and to be a better individual in terms of their training. Uh, An endomorph would be the opposite end. So they'll be very good naturally at the sort of strength and size stuff. Um, and you might find that they predominantly are, you know, powerlifters or weightlifters or in that sort of strength, Area, so they would have to concentrate more on their conditioning aspects uh, and more about the aerobic and long distance stuff that they need to do to make their body more adaptable to that sort of things. Now, it's not to say that endomorphs will be predominantly fast twitch because they won't be. Because remember, they struggle to put on more muscle than they do fats, Um, so they will be somewhere in the middle in terms of their endurance to fast twitch ratios. But they just seem to, with the frames that they've got and the, the the body types that they've got, they seem to go well down the endomorph, uh, you know, to go down that strength and power-based stuff. So they would just have to work a lot more on their conditioning uh, and building that end of their, their training in. For mesomorphs, uh, again, you know, their their predominance would be, you know, that they'd be pretty well-rounded. If they wanted to specialize in certain areas, they, they obviously could do. Um, but it's just, again, finding that weakness that they may have. With a mesomorph, if you can fix their weaknesses, um, they will, they will normally progress much quicker. They normally have predominantly higher, uh, fast twitch muscle fibers, which means that they, you know, naturally put on muscle much quicker, uh, and look much bigger naturally, even without exercise. So for people like that, you know, their, their goal would just be to get the discipline and to understand, you know, if they worked really hard, they, they would actually, you know, create a really impressive physique and performance-based stuff. Um, in terms of nutrition, what do we have to concentrate on? So with an ectomorph, you know, as I say, for, for training, it would be a lot more power and strength-based stuff to kind of help them through, uh, and improve their endurance-based stuff with, with, you know, we've also bringing up other areas, the endomorphs, we've got the opposite end, but with the ectomorphs in terms of nutrition, now with nutrition, carbohydrates are normally the thing that is the difference because really, if we think about it, um, you know, we should be getting in the right amount of nutrients. We should be getting more, um, you know, protein, uh, carbohydrates and fats in the right ratios. But the amount of carbs you can eat and get away with in terms of, you know, building mass and getting the results that you want will change with the body types. That's probably the biggest thing that you have to look at um, in terms of how much carbs you actually need. Now, if you want to get an actual number, I don't think, it, you know, it, it, in, in a sense, I don't think it needs too much of a, a, an exact number for each type. Um, more so, just to say that if you're an ectomorph, you can get away with eating more carbohydrates than the endomorphs. So basically, um, if you want to add calories to your 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 daily diet, you've already got an adequate amount of protein in your day. You already get enough adequate fats in your day. You're predominantly want to start adding a few more carbs into your your food to actually start getting those extra calories in. So. How much, again, is up to appetite in terms of and how much you already eat, um, but if you are looking at, you know, increasing size, then getting more carbohydrates in would be a good aspect for you. With an endomorph, um, they tend to be more uh, reluctant to put weight on in terms of uh, fats. So it doesn't really matter um, where that, that source comes from, because obviously it's all about calories in, calories out. But I have found personally, and when I've dealt with other endomorphs in, in the past, that keeping ca- carbohydrates uh, at the moderate lower end is always gonna be better when they're trying to alien out or be put on some clean mass. So predominantly your carbohydrates are gonna come from more fibrous sources. So I would advise that for everyone anyway, um, for ectomorphs, endomorphs or mesomorphs. But you would, you would look at, you know, getting some carbs in, but then predominantly getting in your vegetables and your fruits for, your, for the majority of your carbohydrate base, um, and then making sure your protein's in the, in the adequate amount, and then obviously making sure you're getting more of healthy fats. They just seem to deal better with a lower-end starchy carbohydrate intake, um, even when they're building mass. Um, you know, you can increase your starchy carbs up a little bit more, but, you know, be, be careful with them, basically, because the endomorph will find it, you can find it very easy to just add a lot more carbohydrates or food to your daily diet, because you naturally have a more bigger appetite, and it's going to affect you in that way. So be careful with that. So controlling carbohydrates, not getting rid of them, but controlling them is much more important as an endomorph. But the mesomorph, again, uh, you know, your ratios can be a lot higher. So if I was to give a ratio for each one, the ectomorphs would probably be predominantly, you could have like 30% of your your food intake will come from, um, you know, proteins you know, you could have up to say 50% of your calories coming in from, from carbohydrates and then around 20% coming in from your fats. With the off, you would normally not flip that on its head, but you could generally get it the other way around where, you know, 30 to 40% uh, percent of your, your intake would be protein based. Um, and then you're looking at maybe around 30 on your carbohydrates and then you know, 30 to 40 on your fats, depending on where you sit on that ratio. But mesomorphs, pretty much bang down the middle, 33% of all three, you know, you, you, you got a third of your calories in from proteins, fats, and, uh, you know, carbohydrates, you know, you that would be the perfect sort of diet for a mesomorph. They can, they, they generally will do well with just a good balanced diet. So you know, not not too much to think about in terms of that, but if you're someone who naturally finds it more difficult to put on weight, then get some carb, more carbohydrates in. As long as your protein is adequate uh, and you've got some healthy fats in there as well, get your carbohydrates up. If you're an endomorph, keep your carbohydrates under control um, on, the, on the moderate to lower end, but make sure your protein and your fats are a good amount um, to get the adequate calories in um, and to look and feel at your best. For mesomorphs, as I say, a third across the line that's probably going to be the best way to, to sort of deal with everything that you do, because you are, you know, naturally going to be in that middle ground where you're kind of the, the you know, good at all things and, and and are able to get away with a lot more than than, than the most. Um, so I that's giving you a nice little insight, guys. As I say, it's something that is much a bigger thing. You know, I can open a can of worms on this sort of stuff and we could go really into details of it, but I didn't want to bomboozle um, too much and go into too much detail or to say too much in terms of, you know, ratios and how much it's, it's not going to be the biggest factor in terms of your results though. You know, you will, you can, as I say, if you're an ectomorph, you can still get great muscle building and, and strength building results. Endomorphs can still be great endurance athletes and be very lean if they concentrate on their nutrition. Um, and mesomorphs, as I say, they, they fall in all the lines, but you can still, you know, if you don't train and you don't eat properly, still get bad results and still not look at your best. So it's all about concentrating on those factors and getting those right. If you want to achieve uh, the, the the body and the performance that you want to achieve, you know it's, it's important to, to understand those factors. Um, as always, guys, feedback connect at realfitonline.co.uk. Um, you know, let's talk about things maybe you want to help help with. Um, we can help start changing those things. We have uh, some in, exciting stuff coming up with the Real Fit Online now. We've got our first sort of courses that are going to start to be running uh, from September. Uh, the nutritional guide in our nutritional clinic that we do, our dietary clinic, um, high density nutrition, high density training, all these things are going to be coming out in the next couple of months, uh, live in the center and online. So we'll be making sure you guys are fully aware of those and give you more details of those as they come out um, to make sure that you guys are getting the biggest benefits and, you know, I can help you out in any way I can to get you the results that you want because you're awesome and you deserve them. Just be awesome guys. Go get that day. I'll see you next week. Catch you later.